Chazal tell us that a person should be Teiche Kabaro, their inside should be like their outside. And we, we said a Chiddush that the place we learn it out from, and that's the Gemara, the place we learn it out from is the Aron Kodesh. With Aron Kodesh itself um, had wood in the middle. So we suggested a Chiddush that it's okay if a person's not perfect. Teiche Kabar doesn't mean that I have to wear all my flaws on my sleeve and I'm a faker if I don't tell everybody what I'm doing wrong. I'm allowed, and we'll discuss a little more tonight. I'm even encouraged to put up a nice front, a gold front, as long as inside, maybe deeper inside, there's that gold inside of us. That's the way we want to be. Maybe we're not perfect, and we have that wood in between. But our goal is to get, get there. As opposed to somebody that puts on a gold front, and behind that gold, it's, it's hollow. Behind that gold, there's only wood. There's no interest. There's no real interest in growth. There's just an interest in faking people out. So that's when we have a problem of not being Teichei uh, Kibara. My Rebbe, Ray Paris, said, Amar de Gavart. Later I've seen, I believe, Rabbi Victor Miller had said the same idea. Chazal say a person should be Teichei Kibara. His inside should be like his outside. Chazal did not say that a person should be Barai Kiteichei, that his outside should be like his inside. What is the difference between, between the two? So when people think of Teich Kabaro not being a faker, I'm sorry, I'm used to yeshiva guys. Um, so we use, we use them as an example. The girls can, uh, you know, can tr- you know, transition everything into their, into their, um, their world. Um, we have, let's say, yeshiva guy, he wears a hat and jacket, and he's struggling. Um, maybe watches some movies, maybe watches things he shouldn't watch, and he struggles. So he, he learns this Gemara, still learning a little bit. He learns this Gemara in Yuma, that a person should be Teichei Kabara. And he says, what am I, a faker? I wear a hat and jacket, I even wear my tzitzis out. I'm not, I'm not gonna be a faker. If people would know that I, what I watched, what I did, I'm not gonna be a faker. So take off my hat and jacket, I'll, you know, I'll keep a jacket, but it'll be a leather jacket, put on some cool shades, tuck my tits in. Still wearing tits, but keep my tits in. I don't want to fool people. I want to be an honest person. I want to be a real person. And you hear people say that, and maybe their intentions are, are, are good, um, but the truth of the matter is they're making a terrible mistake. That would be if Chazal said you should be barakitaychai. You should make your outside into your inside. That's not what Chazal said. Chazal did not say make your outside into your inside, you know, dress down your outside in order to match your inside that's not, not there yet. Chazal said, unbelievable. Chazal said you should make your inside like your outside. So let's flip that around. Okay, you like to wear a hand jacket? Nice. You like to wear your tits out? Yeah, they should go down to the floor and not drag on the floor. You should look all, 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 all religious, all yeshivish, all, all, all from. Now, when you're about to, to watch something you shouldn't watch, so remind yourself, that's not the way, that's not the way, that's not the way I, I try to portray myself on the outside. So I don't want to be a faker. I want to be honest. And I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to try at least to work on myself. You know, I'm going to try to work on myself to match my inside like my outside. The outside is a model for us, should be a model for us of what we want to be, of what we're aspiring to be. 
and then we work to match the inside with the outside. This doesn't only go with dress, this really goes with our actions as well. They're external actions, internal actions. A person in shul davens, uh, you know, girls are more panemius. Now um, us men have been able to experience a little bit of the panemius of the, of the girls. You know, uh, now I have a minion Baruch Hashem again. But for a number of weeks, I was davening at home. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I think it's okay to say it. There was one nice thing about davening at home. I'm not going to say my kavana was better, but there was something nice about the fact that I knew I was just davening because, because Hashem wanted me to daven. You know, there was no one around. My shmanesrei, you know, I didn't have to take my two steps back after the chazan starts, of course, because the girls would relate to that. But you have to, you have to wait till you have to, you know, you have to end shmanesrei after other people. You can't be the first person to end shmanesrei. There was no such outside external force. I'm davening in my house. And there's something special about that. Maybe there's some, you know, girls, women have, have a special avoda called Kvudavas Prima, a little bit less chitzanius in, in their avoda Hashem in different areas. So let's say a person in shul davens and, and shake shuckles, and because other people are going to watch him. And he davens with a little bit extra, you know, a little bit extra time. And then he, get, then he comes home, you know, He's not, you know, maybe it was Corona, maybe it was just a random day, and he davened at home, and he davened the Shemonesri in two minutes. So then he goes to shul the next day. He's like, you know, yesterday I was home. I davened Shemonesri in two minutes, so I'm not going to be a faker. I'm going to, I'm going to daven two minutes when, when I'm in the public too. That would be making Bari Ketayfa. That would be making his outside like his inside. However, that's not what he should do. What he should do is keep on chuckling in shul, keep on chuckling when you're in front of everybody else, you know, daven longer, even And then when you're home the next time, you remember, you know what? I remember when I was in shul, I, would, I wouldn't daven so fast. What would I, how would I daven if someone else was here? Sometimes a person wears a hand jacket by benching or a person wears a jacket for, for benching. Like, what, what would he do if someone else was here? person wants to daven in, 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 their, in their pajamas, in their slippers. You know, if they if they if they if there's if they if their friends were there, their students were there, their teachers were there, they would probably uh, dress nicer because they realize not because because they realize it's a wrong thing to do. And this also is beautiful. Uh, we can understand what Rabbi Yehuda Zake said to his talmidim. The end of the Gemara we mentioned last week. Rabbi Yehuda Zake said to his talmidim that halavai. I don't know if I quoted under the Gemara. The Gemara says at the end that they asked him for a bracha. And he said, gave them a bracha. He said, you should be afraid of Hashem. Shumar brachas on He said, you should be afraid of Hashem like you're afraid of people. And the Talmud and the students are always more religious than their Rebbe. They said, that's it? Only to be afraid of Hashem like you're afraid of people? And Rabbi Yochum and said, halavai. Halavai. If only you'd be afraid of Hashem like you're afraid of people. And I'll prove it to you. When a person does an Avera, he looks around. Make sure nobody's watching. Rabbi Yechamazaki said, you should be afraid of Hashem like you're afraid of people. The answer, the mahalich in life, is not to say, well, I'm not going to be embarrassed in front of people either. I'm just going to eat the tray. If I'm going to do my sin in front of people, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'll watch the movie even if my friends are there because I'm not going to be embarrassed. No, no, the opposite. Hold on to your busha. You should be afraid of Hashem like you're afraid of people. Remember, when people are there, you don't want people to see you. So now think, when no one else is around, remember, Hashem is watching you. How would I act if other people were here? So 
I should keep, I keep that in mind. I use my baray, my outside, to make a, a form, a, a, a visual for myself, how I'm going to act when, when I'm, when I'm taichai, when it's private, when it's, when it's inside. You know, when, when, the person, when the person struggles in, his, in, their, in, their, in their Yiddishkeit, or whatever it may be, and the person says, I don't want to be a faker, maybe a girl says, we were speaking about uh, Tznias a little bit last week, so it says, oh, I don't want to make a dress so Tznias day, because that's not, really who I, that's not really who I am. The Yeshiva Bacher says, I'm not going to wear a hat. Again, I'm not, I'm not so into hats. It's whatever your, whatever your dress is, but I'm not going to dress that way, because I don't want to you know, that's not who I really am. So first of all, like we said, no. Keep your nice outside because it gives you something to hold on to, gives you something to, to keep you in place, and eventually we'll fill in the gap, we'll fill in the gold. And also, when a person says, that's not who I am, yes, it is who you are. Yes, it is who you are. That gold outside, the way we make ourselves look in front of other people, that's really who we want to be. We're struggling right now. Maybe we're struggling for weeks and months. We're struggling right now, but we really want to get there. We want to be there. So that's really who we are. The way we represent ourselves on the outside, if that's our ratzai, that's who we are. The fact that we're, we have contradictions, that's, that's, that's just part of human nature. We have, we have contradictions. I want to share with you one idea. Somewhat related, we're talking about clothing. But, you know, I think this lesson is relevant to, to girls as well. But I, I'll start out with, with guys, just my, my comfort zone. Um, so you have, you know, Yeshiva Bakr, I've, I've heard over the years, sometimes a, 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 someone will say, you know, why do Yeshiva Bakr dress in black and white? They need to be able to express themselves. You know, they need to express themselves. How are they supposed to express themselves? Everybody's dressed the same. Everyone's wearing black and white. And I'm not, I'm not uh, a strong proponent of black and white. And I have no problem with, 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 with guys wearing colored clothing. But I just want to speak about that. I'll speak about an important idea, which is relevant to, 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 to women as well. So the, a person complains, I don't have a way to identify myself because everyone's wearing black and white. So I've told, I've told Bakram, I say, if the way you can identify yourself, if the way you identify yourself, the way that makes you unique is by your clothing, then we have a problem with you. We have a little bit of a problem by you. You can't be different unless you're wearing something different. That's what makes you different, what you're wearing. If I care, if everyone's, black, everyone's wearing black and white, so what makes me different is, is, is my personality, is what, what I believe in, what I stand for, my character traits. What makes me different is not my clothing. Your clothing is so shallow. Your clothing is superficial. So that's not, that's not a way a person need, needs necessarily. I'm not anti but don't tell me that you can't express yourself, you can't be yourself unless you're wearing your clothing because that's a very, very weak expression of self. Our clothing should not be what we identify in as, as who we are. Our clothing should just be used are just a shallow representation. A person, a person who's very strong, you have a guy that's very strong, he works out and he wants to show off how strong he is. So what's he going to do? He's going to wear... Uh, Maybe wear a tight-fitted shirt and his muscles are bulging out because he wants to show off how strong he is. That guy clearly is not yet a real Ben Tyra. I know some very strong Ben Tyra. This guy is clearly not a, ben, a, a real Ben Tyra yet. Why? Because that's how you want people to identify you. You want people to identify you by your, by your muscles? 
That's 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 what you want to show off. You want to show off your muscles. That's how you want people to identify yourself. I think that's not a lesson that we can think about when it comes to our clothing, when it comes to comes to tzniyas. How do we want to? How, who who do we want to be? How do we want to portray ourselves? What do we want to portray ourselves for our own for our own um, own level of, of who we want to be? And if we feel we need to resort to let's say clothing because I'm gonna represent myself in, in a certain way, then we have to think about, is that the way I want to represent myself? Is that what, I, is that, is that what stands out about me? What stands out about me is, is, you know, drawing people to my dress, to my clothing, or what stands, stands out about me is the beauty of my personality. You know, you know, I apologize. I'm going to ask Mechila, I'll only do this once, but I apologize. You know, I don't, we don't have the video, we don't have the video on, and I don't, I don't, and I don't see you. But I, but I see something much better. I see your soul. I see your questions. I see your desire to grow. If I saw your, if I saw what you look like, would that be seeing you? Would that be seeing you? People have a taina on uh, uh, someone once. I was very angry. Someone was. Someone wrote one once wrote in on a professional group, some type of therapy group that that uh, the people, the gedolim, rabbanim that don't 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 look at women. They don't they don't have respect for them. And, I, and I, I was very upset. I think I even wrote in. I said, on the contrary, they respect them. They're not distracted. They don't want to be distracted by their looks. They're, they, want, they want to look at people's panemias, what people are about, what people's inside are. Not, not to be distracted by, by chitzanias. Chitzanias is very distracting. And we have to think about, do we want people to be distracted by our chitzanias? Or we, or we stand for our panemias. Of course, we should look nice. But we stand for our panemias. We stand for... The fact that we're ben Yisrael, that we're we're here to to bring honor to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's that's the type of way we wanna we wanna present ourselves. And even if we're not there yet, that's the way we wanna present ourselves for our own sake. That we should know that's who we wanna be, and that's what we're striving to to become. Bezes Hashem. Let's see if we have any questions. Uh, does it mean something if a person dresses cooler on the outside, but does not feel that way? Um, I mean, if a person, if, if a person, um, if a person feels a dressing cooler, again, it's neistic, but a per- person feels dressing cooler um, makes them feel better about themselves, you know, that, that's fine. There's a Gemara that says, I think it was Rabbi Yochanan, he called his clothing, he didn't mean it this way, he said his clothing are called what 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 kibduni um, or forget the exact lashon. His clothing honor him. A person could use clothing. It's important for a person to look good. It's important for a person to look good. But a person should really look good primarily for themselves. I feel good. I feel good. Um, maybe not me personally. Okay, I feel a little better if I'm if I'm wearing uh, uh, if I'm if I'm more put together. But certainly women, the tunas and nefesh is if they look nice, they feel better. They feel better about themselves, you know. So there's nothing wrong. But the question is, are we dressing up? Are we dressing for ourselves to to feel good, or we're just we're just worrying about everybody else? Um, you know, if it's just for everybody else, then we want to work on ourselves that we you know build build self self esteem. One of the girls, um, you know, emailed um, that that perhaps one of the reasons Tzinius is a challenge, I don't know, again, it's not my Nisayon, but um, that maybe Tzinius is a challenge because, uh, because a girl lacks self-esteem. 
and that's her way of drawing attention to herself, which, which may be true. There may be other challenges in Sinias, and I don't want to chalk it down to one thing, but that, that, that's relevant to what we were saying before, that our self-esteem should, has to come from who we really are, from our, our value as a person. If our self-esteem comes purely from how we dress or purely how we uh, draw attention to ourselves, then we don't really have self-esteem. If someone has self-esteem because he has strong muscles, he doesn't have self-esteem because there's nothing to really feel that great about. It's nice you feel you're strong, but if that's your whole self-value, then it's, it's, it's a lacking of self-esteem. Um, let's see some more questions. Oh, can I know? Let's see. What if, what if I want people to notice my chitzonius while I'm dressed modestly? Look, we're human beings, and if, 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 we, if we feel that we're pretty and, 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 and we feel good, people notice our looks, I can't tell you not to be a human being. Um, your, your, your main job in the laws of tzniyas is that you dress appropriately. You don't have to put you know, black on your face so you should look ugly. Um, it's, that's, not your, that's not your avoda. I don't like, by the way, I don't want to get into it right now. I don't like when they train young girls, especially, and telling them, uh, you know, men are looking at you. It very much bothers me. Why are you teaching girls? Why are you teaching young girls such things? Very, very negative. Just, I, I would rather focus a girl as a princess. She should dress like the queen, of, dress like a queen, dress like a princess, dress modestly. Girls look better. Girls look better when they dress, when they dress sneeze. Uh, so I, if they look better, so now men are going to look at them. That's not their problem. Their, their, their job is to follow the halacha, the dress not to draw attention to themselves. And that's their job. Um, the fact that you want people to notice you, you know, it's not the end of the world. Just as long as you really try not to bring attention to yourself. Um, you know, the fact that girls, people like to be complimented for how they look, that's, that's just human nature. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think that's a, that's an issue. Um, Let's see. What are you? All right. What I guess I want to say that if a mother wants a daughter to wear something that isn't so tzniyas, if it desires that one day she can dress more tzniyas, it's a it's a tough question about your children. Um, you know, my 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 wife um, takes it very seriously the way that that our daughter should look, that she should be happy with her clothing, in order that she should enjoy the clothing she has, and and to take away to minimize. Uh, the challenge of sneeze for her. Bez um, Hashem, when you have children, I think it's important. You dress, dress, your, dress your daughters in such a way where they're happy with their clothing and they shouldn't associate, let's say, from clothing, you know, sneeze clothing with not looking good. Um, you know, my wife, my wife always says that when, this, when a speaker comes and speaks about sneeze, it's a lot more effective, a lot more powerful if the speaker is put together and looks nice. Uh, if you hear from somebody you don't think cares about their clothing anyways, maybe they do, they just, you know, overcame it. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to take it the same way. Um, so, you know, in, in, terms of, in terms of how strict you should be on your kids, you know, it's, we, don't, we don't have to worry about that yet. yet. Um, but it is something to point out to, to, to make sure best and your kids look nice. That should be less, uh, they should feel good looking, looking sneers, um, even if it costs you more money. Um, you mentioned in the past you should not disclose past sins. Does this apply in Shidduchim? Uh, it's a good question. I think it depends um, if your sins or actions are really relevant to the, to, to the marriage. Uh, if a girl, you know, I don't think it's a mitzvah for any guy or girl to disclose every single thing they did wrong um, to whoever they're marrying. Um, if it's something that, 
if it's something that maybe that's really, really relevant, they, then they, you know, ask a Shiloh and, you know, may depend. But, you know, if a girl watched some things she shouldn't have watched and she stopped and it's a few years ago and it doesn't really have relevance to the Shidduch, she doesn't have to tell him. You know, it's, I, don't, I don't see. If he asks her point blank, um, I don't think he would. If he asks her point blank, you don't, blank, you don't, wanna, you don't wanna lie either. Um, but, you know, there's no, it's, we don't have to, we don't have to, uh, it's not a confessional. Um, is it a meter's problem if someone really gets upset but doesn't act on it? Is getting upset itself a problem? Um, the answer is um, yes, getting upset itself is something we want to work on. Again, it's a big mila, it's a special thing. If you get upset and you don't say anything, and you, and you calm, certainly if you calm yourself down. But as long as a person's angry inside, it's something to work on. Like we spoke about early on, when it comes to marriage, um, even if you can hold it well now with your parents and siblings, which is a, uh, which is a mila, which is impressive, um, when you get married, it'll be a lot harder to hold it in. It's going to probably come out in different ways. Our real avoda, chazal say, anyone gets angry is like he worships idols. It's not a gemara, it's a zayar. But the zayar says anyone gets angry is like he worships idols. So the implication is, and this is in the Rambam as well, there's an obligation, a avoda, to work on ourselves, even if it doesn't appear to affect other people. Just that I'm getting angry, I want to work on myself. You know, again, it's a big challenge, but work on myself not to get angry. Jealousy also, to work on myself not to, be, not to get jealous. It's not a love in the Torah to be jealous. The love of Leisachmet is not to desire someone else's things. I can get into it right now, but I just stop jealous of somebody else. Um, it's, it's a bad midah. Nobody knows about it, but it's a bad midah. So you want to work, want to work on midahs as, as much as possible. I mean, it is, again, it is an accomplishment if you can keep it in, um, but it's, we, we, we could strive, we should strive for higher. Um, is it fake to dress classier on a date than usual? Um, all dating is fake, okay? All dating is fake is fake because everyone's on best behavior. It's not called fake. Um, it's not called fake because the chas, the guy knows that you're on your best behavior and, and, um, and, and you know, and she, you know that he's on his best behavior. I tell the guys, I've told the guys in the Shidduch, in the Shidduchim, I'll tell you now. If you see a red flag when you're dating somebody, I, I get, I, I'm very not like, um, I'm very into betachon when it comes to Shidduchim. I'm very into not over, overthinking things. But I do say, I do feel that if someone sees a red flag, they should take it very seriously because everybody's on their best behavior. So if a guy gives out a red flag on, on a date, you got to wonder that this is something to worry about because you're, everyone's on their best behavior. She, he wants to see how you are in your best behavior, you know? So, and, 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 and that's your, so you know you're on best behavior. What are you going to do? You know, come in, you know, come in and come in and, you know, on your worst. So everyone understands that, um, you know, being a faker would be maybe a, if you would misrepresent yourself that you're, that you're somebody you're not just, you know, on the day, everything's fine. No matter what happens, he could dump, he could dump, he could, he could, he could spill soda on you. You could, she, you could spill soda on him. It's okay. No problem. Don't worry. You know, a few months, a few months later, you're married, you know, and, and, and we'll see what happens. And um, that's why, you know, you got to pay very close attention to who you're dating. Is he a person that's, that's working on himself? Is he a person that gets along with his family members? You have to pay very attention to subtleties on dating because there's not much to go on other than paying attention to subtleties and trusting Hashem that if you did your Hishtalas and everything looks good, then Zehu, you trust Hashem. Because there's really no way to know 100% 
And you know, sometimes people have flaws they don't even know about to themselves they get married. You're going to get married, I'll bet you right now, you're going to get married, you're going to find out flaws you didn't have. You didn't, you're going to find out flaws you didn't know about. Because flaws get come out and certainly are exaggerated, brought out under the challenges of marriage, raising children. So no one's going to know perfectly what, what their spouse is completely about. You know, to me, to me, if I were you, I'd look for someone that's, 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 that's growing, that's interested in working on themselves, etc. I don't, I can't tell you to drop a boy if he's not, but I would tell you it's a big, it's a big thing. Uh, Cause it tells you that at least the person's like looking for the truth, working on themselves. Um, Cause then if they have a flaw, at least there's a good chance they're willing to own up to it. The hardest thing is when people cannot, cannot own up to their, to their, to their flaws. Um, All right. Um, I feel it's nice to learn about Midas, but how effective it is if I only learn through this Vod? I mean, I mean, this, this Vod is just, just amazing. I mean, if you just come to this Vod twice a week, you will be uh, the perfect person. That hasn't worked for me, so. But I will tell you, um, I, think, I think learning together um, is powerful. Um, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm happy if, if, if you share with me, you don't have to share with me stories, but I'm happy if you share with me, you know, over the next few weeks, share with me if you, if you notice a difference um, in yourself. But I just, I know myself, I've mentioned before, um, you know, I just read, I just read um, Ray Pear's second book, uh, Faith Over Fear, which is about Betachon, and I'm reading it over, and, and, and I sat by Ray Pear t- over 20 years ago, um, and I remember, I remember things that I'm reading from over 20 years ago. Um, and I don't have the most incredible memory. Um, so I think I've mentioned this before. I don't remember to who I said what. But when you listen to something and your heart musser and your heart is open, it has such an impact on you. I, I, there's no question that those of you that are still coming, apparently your hearts are open for this. So you are going to remember in five years from now something's going to happen and you're going to remember that we spoke about it. And there are things that you won't remember we spoke about, but it's just going to be in the back of your head. Oh, I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't do this. And you don't even know why you're thinking that way. Musr is such a gift that it's not like other material that you have to chazer, chazer, chazer. If you just let it penetrate and take it in, and certainly, of course, try to apply it to your days, um, it's more than enough. I mean, it it will make a tremendous difference. Applying it to your days. You learn Musr tonight. Um, between now and Wednesday, let's see if you can keep it on your mind a little bit when, 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 when there are challenges throughout the day. It, it, it is really, a little bit of muster is, is life-changing, um, I think. Um, okay, last question for tonight, but um, ah, thank you. Um, what do I consider a red flag? Hard question. If a guy gets, you know, there, there are a lot of different things, um, but uh, a guy gets angry. A guy gets angry on a date, you got to wonder. Um, someone, you know, a guy's rude, a guy's rude on a date, you got to wonder. I mean, you'll say, well, you know, he was in a bad mood. Like, I mean, again, he's dating and he's on his best behavior and he says something, he's, you know, he says something rude or, he's, or, he's, or he acts rude. You got to wonder. I, it is possible that, you know, he just lost, lost his mind for five minutes, for two minutes. But, you, but that's enough of a big question mark that you got to say, like, oh, my good, like, if I don't rely, if, if I'm not going to take those red flags seriously, what can I take seriously in those short, short times? I meet somebody, he, takes, he speaks disparagingly, speaks negatively about other people is, is a red flag. Um, 
there's subtleties. And as you know, a girl, a girl told me recently, uh, she thought she, she, she felt the boy was, you know, spoke not in, in, the, in the most idle way. And the truth of the matter is I'm, I wasn't hundred percent sure she was right. Maybe, 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 you know, maybe it's not really, maybe it's not really what he meant. And maybe he just wasn't aware. It's very possible, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think, I thought the girl was right. The reason why I thought the girl was right is because she saw a red flag. She saw a red flag and she saw a red flag that made sense. And even though I can't, even though I don't know hundred percent, it's a problem, but, but how can I tell somebody, how can I tell somebody to, to, to marry somebody? Once a red flag is there, it's hard to take it away. You know, you'll tell the, you know, imagine you call the boy afterwards and say, uh, the Shachan said that you were a little bit rude that you said this. So of course he's going to say, oh, I didn't mean it. I apologize. But it's too late then. You can't take away the red flag. You don't have enough time in dating. You don't get to go out with the guy for, for two years to be able to, to see the red flags undone. See, again, I'm, I don't say to be crazy. I just say to at least keep your eyes very, very open um, because that's all you have to go on. Um, We'll do one more question. What about a guy with a pass? Is that a red flag? A red flag is not, a, a pass is not a red flag. Uh, a past is a question. What do, what do we say about boys of the past? Um, you know, I, 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 to me, the past does not concern me for itself. About tshuva, some of those tshuva is greater than the tzaddik. If one is confident that this person has done shuva, that this person has no shaykhs to their past, then then Adarab, according to some of Farsham, Avram Avinu was Ivan of Adizara. Avram Avinu was about shuva. So to knock somebody out because of their past, I think is against is against Hashem. But if a person feels that their past may may be relevant to their future, um, if somebody was was a, was a, was 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 an alcoholic. And you're not confident, you're not sure that the person is, you know, the person's only been clean for a certain amount of time. You're not sure. You could speak to experts, you could speak to people to know them. Know it. You're not sure that there's no, there's no past that's relevant to their present or future. Then that, that would be called a concern. That'd be called a concern. Not to just discard a guy because he had a bad past, but to just question what it's going to, how it's going to impact his present or future. There's some people that are so much greater because they had a bad past. Rabbi Kiva started at 40 years old. Grab Rabbi Kiva, grab him. Even if he's 40, grab him. Kiva started at 40. So don't just knock at a guy. Again, I'm not judging you if you don't, or your parents, if they don't want a guy that had a bad past. But personally, I would, I would say the past is not the problem. The question is, what's, what's the present? What's the future? Is there any concern? Is there any real concern? There could be, you know, is there any real concern? Everyone could fall, but is there a real concern about this person that that because of his past, he's in he's in a dangerous, in a risky position? That's what that's what I think we have to we have to most be looking at. Now reputation, now people say, but that that doesn't make it. That really is not really what's important. I'm not judging you, but it's not what's important. Um, okay, um, one second before we end. Okay. Um, Shifi reminded me, I asked her to remind me, um, anyone, okay, you girls are all signed up, but I, for, for people that end up listening on the recording, um, so if you want to sign up, you could um, contact Sarbela 201-243-8750, or uh, Shifi 929-363-9433, 
or email olamhamidoschabura at gmail.com. Okay, thank everybody for, for joining. I, I appreciate it.